How are you doing, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Ghibli Fires. I'm your host, Ace. I'm Stevie. On today's episode, the main movie that we're going to review is um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, so, before we get into that, I just wanted to just say, like, Netflix are continuing to kill the game and, like, make it, putting out a lot of great content, as always. Um, there is a new Netflix series. Um, Oh, sorry, I just had it. Enough. It's called the Insect Cage. Um, oh no, it wasn't it Kaga- Kagaster of the Insect Cage or something like that, isn't it? There we go. You've got it more. Yeah, Kag- Kagaster of an Insect Cage. I haven't started it yet. Um, Looks fucking nuts, man. Exactly. It's, Looks fucking nuts. I don't know if I want to start it straight away um, because also um, Netflix have dropped um, Dragon Story. Uh, um, no, no, Dragon Quest. It's like a movie based on a game, so I might check that out. Um, yeah, man, that came up as a trailer automatically after mm. I watched um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, um, and, and it looks pretty, pretty, pretty um, nice in terms of like you know, like the graphics and the quality. It looks quite well. A lot of like a lot of money's been put into it. Mm. And then you've got um, how to? Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? That's now on Netflix. <laughs> I saw that. My boy's like well, well interested, and I was looking at. It, I was just thinking, "Fuck me, this looks like a lot of gratuitous fan service." Like, do you know what? One, 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 one of my friends, she she messaged me a while back, like last year, maybe two years ago. She was like, "Oh, my son's getting into anime, and um, yeah. you know, there's this one that he started to watch. Is it wrong to pick up girls yeah. in a dungeon?" And she was like, um, can you right. like, just like check it out to make sure it's like okay for him? But I think at the time he was like maybe like 14, 15. And obviously I, I hadn't heard of it. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like literally um, I'll do a quick like Google search to see what it brings up. And it didn't bring on anything too crazy. So I said to no. her, no, oh, that's all right. I said to her, nah, he can watch it. Um, and obviously at some point I'm going to watch it. So now that's on Netflix, yep. I think I definitely will find some time to check it out. Um, Another anime. Man, you know what? Like fourteen-year-old. This is that's the age when they are. You know, like an anime could be a, a suitable kind of you know transition for them <laughs> to start like ogling titties and you know, yeah, like looking so. at being a bit pervy. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Anyway, um, also you've got um, Castlevania season three trailer dropped recently. Um, yeah, that comes out March fifth. I'm very interested to see how they you know, move forward with the story because obviously in the season two they killed um Dracula, so it's interesting to see where they take it forward from there. Um, Spoilers Oh yeah, well come on now. If you ain't seen Castlevania <laughs> season one two by now, you're lacking in it. Yeah, um, I haven't actually I, I watched two episodes and couldn't get into it. Um really? which is quite shocking. Yeah, I think I need to give it another go. I I think I watched it when I was like either really tired or ill or something like that. And it was. I just needed some trash to watch, yeah. like trash TV, and uh, you, you still um, like can finish that. It's actually really good. Like, I'll give well, this that. is everyone I've talked to has said like has been raving about the quality of Castlevania, and I, yes. I've been thinking I need to give it like a second go, Definitely. and actually like be like appreciative of of the storytelling in it and and all of that. But no, yeah, just there's been so much 
you know like how it is that like sometimes some things just slip through the net and yeah. because there's so much content to watch isn't there oh, you know like so I'll, I'll go. That's definitely going to be going up as a priority in my list of like things to to watch. That's good. That's good. Um, you've got the Pokemon movie Evolution coming out on the twenty seventh of twenty seventh of February. So that's another mm. thing that I'll, I'll, I'm going to check out. And then also yeah, cool. another anime that I started, I just never finished it because at the time I was like watching online and like was waiting week to week. Uh, I can make a I can make a kill that comes out on the first of March. Um, so again, that's coming out on Netflix. So that's very easy for me to uh, stream and binge watch all it in one go. So, um, right. well, I've never heard that one, man. Oh no, it, it's good. It's violent though. Like it's a bit, it's a bit Game of Thronesy in terms of like you fall in love with these characters and a lot of them don't make it. Like wow, I, wow. I, I, I definitely nice. want to go back and finish it. Like it's, it's what's really it called cool. again? Akami Kill. Oh, nice, nice. So that's that comes, such a weird name. That comes out on Netflix on the 1st of March, so I'm looking forward to that. And obviously, that's where we get our second block of uh, Ghibli movies as well. So yeah, Netflix nice. is really yeah. pushing this anime content, which I'm really excited about and happy to see. Mm. 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 Uh, have you been watching any other anime other than the movies that we were going to be talking about? Um, What have I been watching this week? Um... I have been watching animes. Now I'm having a mind blank, but um, fuck it. I I can't remember. Um, I've watched Kiki's Delivery Service and yep. that's been all consuming now in my mind. And I've been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I have been watching shit on. Oh no, you know what I've been watching? I've been watching Big Mouth. Oh, really? That's what I've been watching. Oh, Finally. fuck me. That's so funny. It's so filthy. It's, uh, it's, it's just, amazing. Oh, mate. What season just are you everything, on? What season are you on? Uh, I think I'm on the second season, man. Um, they've just they've introduced short, like a couple of episodes ago. They introduced the Shame Wizard. <laughs> it's fucking out, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, no. So so yeah, I've been kind of like doing that, um, but nothing else. I've been watching the odd episode of um, Deep Space Nine, mm. um, and then obviously Picard as well. Okay. Um, I mean, I've got so much Star Trek shit to kind of catch up on, and and the more. Picard I watch, the more I feel like I need to get back in and like rewatch and do like a proper rewatch of mm-hmm. Voyager because I've I've only ever seen like the odd episode of Voyager, like okay. here and there. Um I've never actually like followed the proper kind of Voyager story of like what, what happened with the with their ship and everything like that. So yeah. Too too much. So there's like hundred and twenty seven episodes in 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 uh the Deep Space Nine series. Oh, and wow. I think it's the same with the Voyager one as well. No, <laughs> they're like what 40 or 50 minutes long each it's nuts mm. so oh yeah I've got a lot of watching to do alright cool so as I mentioned earlier we are going to be talking about Kiki's Delivery Service uh, Kiki's Delivery Service came out in 1989 in Japan uh, I don't know what, what you, when it came over to the UK for the very first time uh, I haven't pulled it up just yet um, so just a brief <laughs> synopsis in this anime feature 13 year old Kiki moves to a sea- seaside town with her talking cow Gigi to spend a year alone in the corners of her village tradition for witches in training after learning to control her broomstick, broomstick Kiki sets up a flying courier service and soon becomes a fixture in the community uh, I'm a, and I'm gonna leave it just at that for the story wise um, so what was your like you know surface surface thoughts and your rating for this movie alright well um Having watched the last two, 
um, in, over the last two weeks, um, and then seeing this one. Um, I don't think this one quite hit me as, as much as the other two did. Mm. Um, but that said, once again, it seems to be that they just nailed the format so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I started watching it, I was just hooked from the literally 30 seconds in, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you know, like this is straight away or, or even in a couple of minutes, just it pulls you in and you, you, you're hooked. Yeah. And, and the whole time I didn't, didn't ever feel like it was dragging. Um, in fact, I, I felt like it ended too like prematurely. I could have had a lot mm. more. They could have given me a, at least another half an hour. Yeah. Um, so it, in light of that, I'm going to give this four out of five total roads. Yeah. Um, because uh just wasn't quite as nice but i mean that that's no negative though because yeah. these are all so astoundingly amazing and i feel like i should just be giving them five all fives because there's so much there than yeah. the majority of the anime out there like so uh yeah i mean it was it's a wonderful story um it was like a, an hour and what an hour and 45 i think it was, yeah, I think it was hour and 43. um yeah mm. um and uh, it had different sections to it. Mm-hmm. Um, loved the kind of like the setting that it was it was in. Uh, look, I want to get into the, all the details, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to stop myself now. <laughs> um, so because I'm going to start spoiling the shit out of this. So um, so yeah, it was good. Just didn't quite peak the last two movies, um, but fucking amazing anyway and immensely beautiful as well so i'm gonna i'm gonna echo your sentiments a bit um i really enjoy this movie um for me right now of the ghibli movies we've watched so far this is my favorite like in terms of enjoyment value um Mm. i nice it it just needed a little bit more which we'll get into when we go into spoilers um but i'm gonna give this four out of four out of five totoros um I felt like the animation was a little bit different. I don't know if my eyes are just playing tricks on me. It just felt like, I don't know if, if the, if it felt smoother, but at the same time, it felt like a little bit grainier. I, I don't know in it. Yeah. Like, um, Do you know what I noticed actually? Just, uh, you saying that, um, I noticed a lot more that they were utilizing the technique where they have a big fucking picture mm-hmm. and then they show you a little bit of it yeah. and then they pan along it and then, it, I almost noticed that the background was like starkly different to the actual characters, the animated characters. Yeah. Um, and I, that actually jarred a little bit. I was kind of like, Ugh. like I, I wanted to, wanted the, the character to look more seamlessly part of the, the background, whereas it looked like the character was just being superimposed on the background. Yeah. Uh, albeit, I mean, it was still, it meant the background was gorgeous and the character was still well, like beautifully put on there. And it fitted in there. It just was like, they're almost like different paintbrushes, you know, like the mm. character was a thicker, bolder image, whereas the background was finer detail. Yeah. Um, and I did just a few couple of times now to kind of go, oh, they're, they're doing the panning trick again. And I, and, and there was nothing, there wasn't as much. Usually they, if they're going to pan, they'll stick a load of animation in that panning, like just as like where you got like butterfly or something or a bit of wind blowing the grass. And this was just like a still image. Um, you know, just being where the camera was moving across it. Mm. Um, I, I also like that it was a bit brought more into like the modern world. Uh, I don't know what time period it's saying. Again, I haven't really pulled up uh, many research notes on that just yet. Um, 
I would say like 1920s, 1930s. They had like a, they had an airship and yeah. they had like a, it's they had a car, the, an old fashioned, like, you know, first type car yeah, they had introduced telephones, into it. You know, like it was, it was early, early days of technology. You know what I mean? And I think I just like that aspect of it. Um, I did also like the elements of like fish out of water that we got in the very early bits of the movie. Um, Holy night, totally. Yeah. No, uh, so a very solid four out of five. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, and now we're going to get into the movies a bit more. So if you haven't seen this movie, we're about to go into spoilers. So pause it, go watch the movie and come back and listen off to the review. All right, so spoilers. I generally, like, at the beginning, I just liked the style. I liked how, like, it just, like, it was a very quick introduction into into her world, which is, like, a small town. You got to see her family. Um Mm. I thought that the mm. dad resembled the dad from My Neighbor Totoro. True. You know what we were talking about the, uh, the other week where um, we were saying about Miyazaki um, and uh, his sort of like outlook on life and how he's looked at like Western culture and often taken like points from it. And then um, someone said about the fact that like uh, uh, Western culture has influenced anime as well. Yeah. And this movie was definitely not like japanese this was no. like a take on like this was a western scenario mm. and the dad the dad blatantly looked he was like that clumsy kind of you know like uh he falls over doesn't he like he's he's running he's like what about our camping trip yeah. and he runs in and like catches his foot on the thing and everything comes off the car mm. and that's a very kind of stereotypical like clumsy englishman you know like uh um I, I thought that was good. That was uh, I was obviously someone looking at uh, English culture or, or kind of like Western culture yeah. and kind of going, "Yeah, I'll take that that character out and <laughs> put him in the movie." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, that was the, good. The, like, I loved I loved the mum. I loved uh, uh, Kiki's mum. Like mm. doing all the potions and shit. Like, that was like, fucking great. I want to meet her. Like, <laughs> see that that that, was, that kind of let me let me talk about that now and what leads me to the elements of the movie that I didn't like, like. Yeah. Um, I thought we would get to see her doing more witch stuff and like yeah. more maybe magical yeah. spells and we never really got that and that's why for me I couldn't give this a five out of five like, if we got to see her you know mm. doing like potions or actually doing some actual magic um, I would have enjoyed this movie a lot more um, well we did I think what I got from that was um, the in this universe in this kind of world that they're they're telling us about which is sort of like have a th- like a particular thing that they can do. Yeah. Um, so like um, the mum is always there. Every time we see the mum, she's like doing chemistry and making potions. Yeah. And we see like the the old woman come in and uh, makes that comment about her like if only let's hope that Kiki can make something that can solve my like cure my arthritis. Yeah. Um, and you do see like the mum. She's like pouring the stuff in then she does a little spell mm. when she's holding the tube and and it, it turns like a slightly different color and then yeah. she gives it to the old lady and then uh when kiki's flying out she meets that other girl who's like uh like a soothsayer like a yeah, fortune um, like teller. a fortune teller yeah and i kind of figured that what they were suggesting was that every witch has got like a, a, a specific skill that they yeah. specialize in yeah and kiki hadn't really found hers and it turned out that her yeah. just happened to be flying which i was a bit that's a bit average since it seemed that all the witches could fly uh, and fly yeah. pretty well and it seemed yeah. that her flying abilities were quite basic um, uh, yeah but I think for me again for me that kind of told me that like 
I, I remember being going through school and, you know, like you, some people you could see like when they were at school, they were, you knew what they were going to do. They were yeah. fucking good at something like, well, they were really good at piano or, or they were really good at art or they were like fucking brains McGee <laughs> doing science shit. Like I had this guy in my class who was, he didn't speak English. He spoke science. Mm. And like, uh, I just, every time he talked, the teacher, the fucking loved him because he taught science. And I was like, I've got a fucking clue. Um, and I reckon this, this is, that's that kind of like this movie is kind of saying, cause it's all about like coming of age, isn't it? You know, like Kiki's going out there and she's, she, she doesn't know what she's good at. She's trying to find a way out in the real world. And, um, She's meeting people, starting to socialise, but she—it's what it's saying is, you don't have to be great at something. You can still, you're still okay, mm. and there's like plenty of time for her to find out like what she's really good at. But at the moment, she's she's what she's really good at is actually speaking to people and interacting with them and doing the delivery service and all that kind of stuff. And that's a skill. That's a skill in itself. Often gets overlooked, doesn't it? Like the ability to interact with people and just be a, like a really genuine person. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what I took from that in, in as the kind of you know like the, the overarching kind of like like um, what's the word for it like story you know like a message you know, the overarching mm. message yeah. Um, yeah that first bit though I did like that it's, uh, once again like all the previous movies they they lay out like this is how it is here's a little back, bit of background bang off you go yeah. And let's get into the story. And I like that. I, I really enjoyed that. Mm. I, I, um, I, I really liked um, Gigi, the, the cat. Like, the moment I saw the cat and, like, saw it oh, with the white yeah, the, the animation on its mouth and the way it talked as well was just great, man. It and is, it was, a, like, a dirty motherfucker as well. <laughs> it is like, like, yeah. a reminder of um, Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, uh, man. That's, yeah, exactly. That like, she's there, like, just innocently talking to him and he's, like, like at one point, it's like you're gonna get naked, and I was like, "She's like, yeah, what are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. funny. Um, yes, yeah, so I really liked. I re- like instantly the moment I saw Gigi, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna become a like. I'm really gonna enjoy this character of the cat." Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was just you know like again in a lot of animes like the kids just get left to like go off on their own. Like she was only. 30, I was gonna say, she's yeah, only once 13. again, it's just like. Bad parenting, man. Bad parenting. <laughs> but not not necessarily bad parenting. But the mum did say like, you know, we don't you don't have to follow like the the um tradition as tightly. Like you could stay and go like much later on. Because I feel like the the witch that we met earlier on, the fortune teller, I felt like she was a little yeah. bit older and like you know she'd maybe like yeah. already had a bit more training. Where you know Kiki was like, um, oh no, I like you know I want to stick to tradition. Um, mm. You know, at thirteen, I want to go out there. And you know, start my training into becoming a, mm. a witch. So I thought that was quite quite brave and quite funny. Um, I just thought overall the intro, the like, literally the fir- the very first like what five minutes of the story, just like kind of setting up what we're what we're in for, was just really fun mm. and just really well done. And I liked how like yeah. you know in her village, you know everyone like knew about the witches. Everyone was like happy to see them and stuff like that. And were like a little bit sad to see her go. And when she goes mm. like to the bigger seat, everyone's just like, "Oh, it's, it's a witch! Like, what's a witch doing here?" And like, even yeah. the police. But they all know about witches. They, yeah, they don't all know, know that about was witches. A, I love that element. Like, uh, they haven't seen of, witches in a like, long. Sorry, they haven't seen witches in a yeah. long time though. 
Because they don't, yeah, they don't but have they're a witch just like not. They're like, wow, it's a witch, but it's not like uh, what the fuck's a witch. It's like, yeah. oh, we we all know what a witch is, mm. and they're not like they're they're all like, wow, it's flying, but but not like uh, terrified. Motherfuckers is a witch, like yeah. ah! you know, like. <laughs> I like that 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 kind of bringing that universe together, mm. where there, there's the element of fantasy and yet loads of loads of technology in it, like all the kind of steampunky kind of like concepts with the dirigible and the you know um, the the bike with the um, like, um, propeller on it and yeah. and the little kind of like every now and again you see cars and the train as well. Like, the train actually looked pretty modern. I was, I was looking at that thinking that you, could you, be just like any old diesel, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did you know what? Yeah, like being someone that's like, I'm trying to, like, I'm becoming a train driver in it. So to like see yeah. the amount of detail that I had in the train and just the fact that like they had like a, a semi-four signal. So when the train went past, like that signal went up to danger, like like how trains work in the real world in a sense. And I thought that was just like really yeah. incredible, like the amount of detail they've even paid attention to that. Um, oh, that's great! I yeah. didn't notice that at no, all. It, that it, is that—that's the level of detail they go to, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Bloody I, awesome! I was like, oh my gosh! Like, wow! I know exactly what they're doing there, and I just thought that was like so cool. Um, I did think that you see the fortune teller girl. I thought we were gonna get her back in this movie, but she never made an appearance, and I think that was a bit of a a wasted character in a sense. Like, I would have liked to have seen yeah. her yeah. come back and maybe like you know maybe tell Kiki's fortune or something like that and then have that uh, be a part of the story but you know it was still yeah, that would have been a good that would have been a good like addition because I was thinking as well that they could have actually um, finished the movie off with her coming back mm. and flying back to her town and seeing another witch yeah. coming out to to go only this time she's like really friendly and like helpful to yeah. the other witch yeah um but I mean, hey, look—it's still a wonderful story. I think the story is actually based on a—it was like a pre—it was a story that was already written, like um, in a book, and uh, Miyazaki just adapted it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's an—it's um, a 1985 novel um, called Kiki's Delivery Service, or what's it called? Um, which is Express Home Delivery. Okay. <laughs> cool. I love it. I don't know how to express, uh, how to pronounce it. What Meijo no Takubin? Oh wow, <laughs> it's cool. Well, it's a children's fantasy novel, um, and I, I, he's this guy's just um, Miyazaki's just got such a good kind of eye for for magical stories that could be adapted. Today, eh? you know, like he's obviously read that and just yeah. like yeah, this is this is perfect. I can definitely turn this into a into an amazing adventure. Yeah. Uh, I also. Um, really like the character Osunu. I thought she was like really cute and nice you know like she took Kiki in I just found it a bit strange like she was giving coffee to a 13 year old I was just like oh I don't know about that one but <laughs> it just made me chuckle well, that's, I don't know is that do you think that's a cultural thing where they kind of you know if it's um, it, it's a more sort of a traditional thing maybe for them what? to sort of like here you go let's get the tea and coffee out or whatever you know well yeah I, I, I knew like tea they, they they like their tea and they like their green tea and stuff in it but to just give mm. her coffee mm. I just thought it was a bit just a bit out there in it um, <laughs> let's, let's get our kids like stacked up on caffeine yeah, like just earlier yeah hyperactive um, <laughs> I just like that how like I was I'm assuming the other baker was like her partner in it and like he just never... it only clicked at the end of it that um, when she was like uh, suddenly going oh I, like, I can feel it moving oh help you know like 
Yeah. Um, I suddenly was like, oh shit, that's her partner. Yeah. Um, because it, initially it looked like her, just like a, a chap who was working there or a brother or maybe, you know. They never made it clear in it until right at the end. I was like, oh, okay, that's her partner. Like, that's her husband. I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I found, like, I think the most funniest bit for me in the movie was where she goes on her first delivery and um, mm. she doesn't really know how to run a business, in it? And so she's like, oh, I'm not even sure, like, how to price things. Uh, she doesn't yeah. really know where she's yeah. going. And then, like, she gets the delivery wrong and um, she yeah. loses the stuffed toy and then she yeah. uses yep. Gigi as a replacement for the stuffed toy. I just found it so amusing because, like, he was, Gigi was, like, all panicky and, you know, like, was scared of the dog and was scared of getting caught out. Yeah, yeah. And, Again, uh, that's um, that's another sort of, like, hint towards what the message of the movie is. It's because um, by the end of it, him and the dog have made friends yeah. and he's like, yeah, he's a really good dog and he's really, Very you know, like... Dog. Yeah, and I was, I loved it. I, I thought that was good. And also the way that, like, as a magic cat, he could turn into, like, a toy mm. and, like, just be like, you know, like... Yeah. Um, um, and yet when you see him later on, and it, that kind of, like, cut deep almost when I, you know, like, she she stops being able to hear him and he yeah. starts turning into just a normal cat. Yeah. And uh, that kind of... T- do you know, have you, have you seen the cartoon... Um, called Calvin and Hobbes where he's got like a stuffed tiger but in uh, it's an American cartoon and it's about kids and he's got this stuffed tiger like toy but in his mind um, it's a real life tiger Mm -hmm. and they get up to all sorts of shit and there's some situations that he gets in like he he couldn't have done it on his own he must have had to have some help and it was the tiger but when the parents come along they're like how did this happen? You know, like, cause when they come along, it's just a stuffed tiger next to him. And that kind of like made me think about that whole thing of like kids and their imaginations. When they start turning into adults, you know, like you start kind of like getting to grips with the real world that we got here. And it, you often lose your imagination. You lose that kind of like fantasy element of what, what's real and what's not. Yeah. Um, and that, that was almost again, another little kind of like um, hint towards, like she's starting to grow up. She's starting to real realize what the real world is. Yeah. And she's also doubting herself. Mm. And so that's where like, you know, her, her power, she's losing her powers. Um, she's doubting herself. And then a cat starts just meowing and acting like a real cat rather yeah. than a little magic cat. That was a bit sad though. When, um, she, when she started to realize she was losing her powers, I was like, Oh no, like, yeah. you know, how's she going to yeah. run her, her delivery service? Like what's going to become of her? She's like lost, like her only friend. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, just as a side note, like I just thought that the Gigi Lily side story, love story, was just so cute as well. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this right. is so nice because they didn't like each yeah. other at the beginning, in it, and then as the movie went on, yeah. like they started to interact more, and then obviously you know, like that becomes yeah. his girlfriend, and then right at the end of the movie, you see like they've had kids and they got bait little yeah. kittens. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, and it well, it kind of ran along the same line as um uh kiki's relationship with tombo yeah where initially she was just like <laughs> like i love that bit where <laughs> he's in the um she's in the, the bakery and he's like trying to talk to her and then she just goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, very very standoffish and just like didn't wanna, yeah and, especially since like he helped her out and like got out of trouble as well she could have been a little bit more uh gratuitous yeah, towards him right. you know what i mean yeah but no i like I, it was um 
there was so, so many like wonderful dynamics with that where he was just like relentlessly friendly with her and yeah. just like so upbeat and she started to sort of like warm up to him and then uh yeah, uh, she sort of like noticed his friends, and it was one of the one of his friends was the the girl, the like stuck up girl who complained about that old um, woman's pie that she delivered. Oh, and, I did not even notice that. Yeah, and that's why she ran off because oh. like she was like, I'm not not going to interact with that bitch, you know? Like, <laughs> oh my days. Okay, that makes so much more sense now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, I was, one other thing that kind of like I had to rewatch um, right at the end. I had to go back and mm. um, I was like, uh, I want to make sure that what happened. Because I was like, did did um, Gigi start talking again? Did Gigi become a cat again? Like, you know, no, a magic did, cat? no, I didn't. No, he did. He did. Because um, he, when she rescues Tombo. Mm hmm. And they land on that little, like, you know, like, um, bit in the middle of the crowd and everyone's there. And then, um, Gigi's come, is running and he's like, uh, Kiki, Kiki, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you understand me? And she kind of like looks around and, uh, and then that was it. And then you, uh, it goes into the like end credits where showing him like, you know, on with the, with his, the rest of his kittens and all that. I will have to rewatch that again because in the, in the Japanese subversion, I don't think we got that. Didn't you? Nah, I don't think we got that in the Japanese sub. It, uh, it was after the. It was. It was like a post-credit scene almost. So they did all the credits. Yeah. Um, and then they had a little bit afterwards where you see them flying home, not flying home, but flying around. And um, Gigi's got one of his kittens. Uh, like so, he got like one black kitten and two uh, white kittens. Yeah. And the black kittens, like the two white kittens, are just sitting all prim and proper, like the mum. Yeah. And. And the black kitten's like jumping all over the place, falling off of stuff. Mm. And he's there sitting on the broomstick, looking all like just normal with a little kind of cord sticking out of his mouth attached to the little kitten. The kitten's like frolicking on the front of the broomstick, mm. falling off the broomstick. Yeah, it was good. Man, I'm, you should rewatch that. I'm going to have to rewatch that last little them. bit and just have a look. Yeah, it's good. And I noticed as well in, in that bit there, they'd, they've got like, um, uh, Tombo's gone and made his like proper propeller bicycle aeroplane yeah, yeah. type thing yeah. and he's flying along and there's a little bit where I was like oh wow he's actually flying and I was thinking what you know that that is really you know tough you, you can't actually fly a proper plane with a bloody mm. like bicycle um, and then I noticed one bit where Kiki's like holding onto a little thread and like pulling the um, she's flying above it and pulling the plane up uh. <laughs> And he doesn't realise it. So I mean, you can see those are like a slightly wicked like look on her face. Like um, I'm just I'm keeping him afloat, stopping him from like, like you know landing. crashing. Yeah, like they did earlier on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, there was um, I wanted to talk about the other a few of the other characters because uh, basically for me this movie was there was different se- different sections. So like the first section, uh, like different acts. You know, like there there was a bit where she comes in, gets to know the town. Then there's a section where she's like then um, developing a business, flying around the, the proper delivery service, and then there was the her losing her powers, and then there was the final bit where she regains it and saves the day. Yeah. Um, but the, for me, this movie was split up into just different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, you know, like the, there was different sets of characters that kind of stood out to me. Like so, Kiki and Gigi, yeah. Kiki's family, Asono and her partner. 
Um, and then Tombo and Tombo's friends were all kind of like one character, you know, yeah. like they, they're always in a car. They're always way like that, you know, like, um, and then there was Ursula, the artist who was in the woods, um, where Kiki goes off to, to like, she, stay she, with she her. Was, she was like a, her mentor. Yeah. Like, she was like, don't worry. you like, you know, like you'll have, you've got artists that, you know, I get artist block. Yeah. Your powers will come back. It's okay. Let's just sort of like have a, have a break yeah. and stop stressing, you know? But again, I did. She's there, like catching a lift, like thumbing a lift along the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, hitchhiking, and hitchhiking, and on the way back, they're like, um, she gets like a taxi. She's in the phone, like Kiki to the. You what? She gets like a taxi back and then a tram back and stuff like that. Like, well, no, I, I, I swear that wasn't a taxi. I swear that was her just hitching another lift for Kiki. Oh, no, I thought <laughs> like, I, I thought she was getting a taxi me, back to like, know, like closer to town. <laughs> Yeah, no, I see it just because because they had seen them like hitch a lift out there, and mm. I saw like um, Ursula kind of sticking her thumb out again, and I was oh, like, okay. "Fuck me!" You know, like they just they've got no awareness of like you know safety for children. <laughs> <laughs> like that that person in there could be like some dodgy like you know rapist or murderer. Mm. It could go and whisk you know Kiki away, you know. But she's a fucking witch, so she could yeah. probably send you into a frog. So there's actually nothing you got to worry about. Yeah. I, um, I wish we got to see then, more of her witch elements and like her doing some actual magic. Yeah, that would be, it would have been nice to have seen her do a few kind of stuff, things like magical things, wouldn't yeah. it? Where just maybe kind of like subtly where she could have been like all of a sudden just like made herself dry or, or mm. something just to make it like a little bit more magical. Yeah. Um, what I did another another character that I really loved was the the old lady and the old lady's maid, um, as who were one of the customers, uh, as like a rich old lady who baked that cake, uh, baked the pie for the the spoiled brat. Yeah, um, and uh, I just loved that kind of like interaction. And they they were they remember what it was like, you know, they they remember what the witches were like, and the old lady's maid was like so excited that Kiki had come in there as a witch and. Yeah. Um, they were so genuine and so wanted to, they saw Kiki's light and they wanted to sort of like, like embrace that and be like, yes, you, you can do this. You're wonderful. Come back any day. And mm. yeah, I, I love that. I thought that was good. Yeah. That was very sweet. Um, I haven't got much else to talk about it really. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, sorry, go on. No, I just, the only other thing I got here was, um, um, I've, Apart from that, just a sort of little kind of little bits of uh, info was that this this uh, thing won like eleven fucking awards, mm. um, uh, which is amazing. Just like so many awards, man. Yeah, this is like seriously, seriously, like this is this was when like uh, uh, Studio Ghibli had kind of got into like become more well known. I reckon, yeah. So it's a few years down the line, people have got to know this and then they've gone and released this and that's why it's going to won so many awards because, yeah. yeah, impressive. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy it. I think, like I said, I feel, I'm starting to, like, I've, obviously I've looked ahead at that, some of the ones that we're going to review um, from March onwards. I feel like, mm. you know, more of the big hitter movies are coming out in that in that release. Yeah. So we've yeah, got yeah, a, yeah. a lot Because we've more. got, obviously, like, Spirited Away. Yeah. 
Is that right? Um, I, I always forget. Like Princess, what, Princess what Monoko, they're when they're releasing it, Norsko, the Valley of the Wind, the Cat Returns, yeah. Arietti. So you know that we got the bigger, bigger movies to come in it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this movie. Um, for those of you that have never seen this movie, it's definitely one to check out. Like I said, so far, this has been my favorite uh, Ghibli movie so far. Um, and it just, it just needed that little bit more. If it had just that little bit more magical element to it or more of her doing magic mm. i think i would have been able to give this a much higher score and i'll say again as well i think they wrapped it up a bit too quickly at this yeah. she went and saved the day and then that was it and i was kind of like oh yeah. i want to see what happens to the rest of her you know like but then they kind of did that in like little kind of like images throughout the credits didn't they yeah. like what she was starting to get up to mm. so yeah that's pretty cool Alright, so yeah. that is our review for Kiki's Delivery Service. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, the next one we'll be reviewing is Only Yesterday. Uh, so I look forward to checking out another one that I haven't seen. So um, Yeah, I haven't seen this at all, man. I've absolutely not a fucking clue about this. Like, I don't even know. I haven't even looked at the synopsis. So this is going to be the first one. Because I've seen Kiki's Delivery Service before years ago. Yeah. And this was like a refresher... And there's loads of stuff in, in Kiki's delivery service that I'd kind of like completely forgotten. Mm. But I do remember it. This one, I haven't got a clue about it. So this is going to be really exciting. Yeah, that's calm. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, Stevie. Thank you for joining me as always. Yeah, man. As always, it's an absolute pleasure. And thanks again for having me uh, on your podcast. Um, this is the most fun I've had ever doing yeah. podcasts and a man is so so nice to be able to talk to someone who is as passionate as i am about studio ghibli yeah 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 all right guys thank and you for anime. listening uh, if you like this please like share with your friends um you know tell them to check us out and um we shall see you guys next week stevie say bye to the people bye people all right guys bye bye now <laughs>